Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Folks, we start the way we start. Well, let's go. Until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. And you know, I'll say that again. Folks, I said, until the lions have their own historians, the tales of hunting would always glorify the hunter. Hello and welcome to the most opinionated hour on radio and the nation's thought-provoking hour. I am Nana Ansakwal IV, chief of the Little Republic of Akwamu Edumasa, and I say thank God it's Monday. Another wonderful opportunity to speak out freely, vent out with caution, and to descend with reason while we enjoy one of radio's ultimate talk shows. Welcome to the ritual I call that my opinion, only on Joy 99.7 FM every Monday at this time. Our topic, unemployment in limbo. Unemployment in limbo. So at this point, I'll say, let us all gather and make truth good. Folks, this is probably the fourth or fifth show we are doing on unemployment. <laughs> and every time the story is the same. Now the institution will drop some damning statistics. And then we all pretend it's news. We didn't know. This has really shocked us. And we are really good at that. You know, we, we, we act all shocked. Hey, Sana here. We didn't realize. And yet... Folks, we see all these long queues when the services opened for recruitment. There are mile longs of, you know, able bodies who suddenly everybody wants to be an immigration officer, everybody wants to be a police officer. But hey, we see them. But doesn't matter. When the stats comes out, we all act surprised and we act shocked. And then we give it traction, like we're doing just now. We give it traction. Two, three days, then we move on until the next stats is dropped. But folks, in truth, unemployment is in limbo. Unemployment is in limbo. 
Now, I don't know how many times we will talk about this. And I remember back in the days when I bring this issue, I used to face a fierce challenge. I mean, people wanted to come through the mic and beat me up. But now, somehow, the message has gotten down. Folks, I don't see how we can tackle this unemployment problem exclusive of population growth and family planning. It's simple logic. We are producing more people than the economy can cope, expand, and create jobs for. Folks, the number of new babies who come in, and God being so good, when they come, they stay. They don't go. And so, by all means, at one time, they will turn 18, 19, 20. And you need to create that many jobs. So, if you're putting in between 700,000 to 800,000, near nine, pushing 900,000 babies every year, give and take, you need, you know, about 500,000 jobs a year when they turn 18. Give and take. I mean, Tisoka Krakra, what did I say? 300,000 jobs. Can you create 300,000 jobs in a year? That's, that's the simple truth. Can you create 300? Because every year, you know, you have a whole bunch who turn 18. Yes, one or two would, you know, die and go. The others will retire and you have to fill the gap. So let's say 300,000 jobs in a year. Can we cope? Folks, a great percentage of our economy belongs to foreigners. So when they tell you the economy grew by one trillion, ten trillion, don't walk past somebody's cornfield and start growing K19. It's somebody's corn, not yours. And they don't create jobs, even though they make millions and millions, their jobs, you know, they don't create that many jobs. They don't create that many jobs. The part of the economy that belongs to us is also largely informal. So it's very difficult to monitor and extremely difficult to tax. The next day, unless you put a tracker on her, on her, on her leg, it's, it's very difficult to track. Meanwhile, may they be making quite a lot of money. We haven't found a way of formalizing that. Folks, all our economy at the moment can do is stop gaps. Yes, this, yeah, that, yep, this, stop gaps. If you're lucky, they'll politicize it a bit and move on until the next stats drop. But the real issue is still on the ground, pending and waiting. And waiting. Folks, recently there was a viral video of how students are fed in Korea and how students are fed in Ghana. And then in the Ghana port, there's some small fish be where 10 people have to divide this fish. And then if you look at the Korea one, it's like eating in a five-star hotel, you know, really 
lush. You know, if you look at the nutritional value, uh, there's a great difference. Truth be told, folks, it's not a matter of money issue. We have about three, four times the number of students in school than they have in South Korea. So even if you have that South Korea budget, you will still have to lower the quality of the food in order for everybody to get a bite. It is the numbers. It is the numbers. So if you take the Yahweh uh, in South Korea, he hasn't got that much of a headache than the Yahweh here. So that when they have a budget to support their children, where you have the ones in South Korea where the, the parent also know that because they are parents, they have some sort of responsibility for their child. You have one here who would have told you that, no, 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 if, even, if, even if you try to support your child, it means you don't respect my system, so don't support the child. So th this is the, the numbers, folks, the numbers. You would have to drop the quality for everyone to get a bite. We are not coping well, or should I say, we are a bit overwhelmed. But who's going to bail the cat? Who's going to bail the cat to say that, listen, family planning should really be pushed and be free and to explain to people that it's not multiple births that are important, but it's quality birth. So that if you can afford two, you're okay. If you can afford one, you're okay. Three, you're okay. Don't give birth to seven and go and sleep and hope that the country we can't cope. But well, in spite of everything, in spite of everything, I still believe one big question needs to be answered. Bipartisan, cross-religion, cross-tradition must be answered. Or we should all come together and even agree on what should be the answer. And that is, what void in Ghana do we want our education to fill? We are spending millions and billions and billions. free education. If you don't get this, they'll tell you free education. So, which means I'm not complaining with the missus. So, if we are putting all that money in collectively, what void are we hoping to fill? Are we sending children to school in their numbers for just to speak, come back and speak English, or to learn how to learn? Then after, folks, are we hoping that they will do the traditional thing by joining long queues for jobs? Or that a great percentage of them will be able to stand on their own feet and start something, create something, sit in their room and code something, log something, mend something, stitch something? What void? Adinti, currently, the Ghana education system. Adinti, what is it? Minsumaku Skuda. That is it. Because if we don't answer that question, we may just conveyor belt these children in and out and in and out. And there won't be any specific problem or some issue that they come out to fill. Folks, our number one problem to me, and I may be wrong, hope I can get Dr. Odro sign on this issue, but I don't want to be mommy. I may be wrong, but I think even though human resource 
is in abundance, human capital is really lacking. That quality high-skilled labor force, ones that have a good sense of timekeeping, value, honesty, you know, desist from thievery, laziness, unexposed. But folks, how do I even blame them? Because that's what they know. Because that's what we thought them. That's the environment we created and put them in. No child came from anywhere with anything. They came, saw some environment, and they picked out from it. And largely, even if it's not largely, there are just too many of us suffering from this. And if you were to open the phones and ask people who hire people, they will tell you the same that not to find somebody you can trust your business with is, is so difficult. So, so difficult. They will come in their knees begging three weeks later. And no, no, no. Finish. The work attitude is gone. Folks, lack of direction towards available opportunities. We should really make it known so that while students are choosing their courses, they navigate towards them, the opportunities that are available. What the job entails, the flexibility, the, the monies they can get, the, 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 uh, the opportunities to grow in the job. So when they are choosing their courses, they can navigate towards these opportunities. Folks, recently, you know, healthcare workers are living near droves or greener pastures. Why? These countries have made it known to them that there's an opportunity here if you have this qualification. They didn't just get up and say, oh, make could try me like career. No. And the countries too have even, you know, made the visas a bit more flexible. Why? Because I'm running short of nurses. You seem to be very well trained. So come. And I'm sure the same way if we are able to tell the local people here where there are some local opportunities which will be like the nurses who went for greener patches there, they will stay. And you'll be on the business with Ranico. They would stay. But this issue where you go and do what you had content in school and come and ask me if the Okushin and Uhiamia, that's a problem. All the way back. 1925, folks. Governor Gordon Gojisbeck addressing National Assembly. And when he got to the employment, he said, until the average African thinks like the average European who looks down, uh, who does not look down on skilled work because he's been to school, unemployment will continue to rise in these parts. 1925. And he appealed to the schools and appealed to parents that, yes, it's good to send your ward to school, but don't narrow their options to office and table and desk jobs. And here we are, still in limbo. Folks, we know what to do. We know what to do. But are we ready to do it? Are we ready to do it? Folks, how can a country that imports billions and billions and billions of literally everything from inflatable penguins to used mattresses to used clothing to, to name it, everything. You can just close your eye and just write everything and we import it. 
So how do you say you don't have a job? <laughs> how, how do you say you don't have a job? Folks, how do you say you don't have a job? Take the import items. Look at the low-hanging fruits in it. And produce it. Look at the billions of things you have imported. I'm not saying go and start making a car. I'm not saying start building a dialysis machine. But my God, you, you, can, you can stitch a shirt. Put me a palm shirt. So start the low-hanging fruit ones. The low-hanging fruit ones. Let's start with the clothing. Here's the savannah. Acres and acres and hectares and hectares of land. All we need to do is just plant cotton. Plant cotton. Start with the clothing industry. Here's the, you know, ATL and all these textile companies struggling for material. And we have the land. Start. Alfred Wungan will say, start. Because boldness has courage, has, has magic in it. So start. And then standardize dressmaking. So that we don't always have to go and get measured. Get our sizes and know what our sizes are and just walk in the shop. Should be the norm. And I'm telling you, we shall probably would have to import labor to just support the clothing industry. Who walks around naked? And these days, with a modern woman, I mean, Oshata did three kradas like really, really old. I mean, it's like, I say three times, that's it. Oshata did three times, it's gone, finished. So, if we can train people to that level, because I'm sure all these folks come in and you contortion and start It's human beings that are sewing it, not machines, human beings. So I'm sure it's just a technique. Teach our people that technique, that skill. I'm just saying, just just let's just start with just the clothing industry. What the kind of we import it, just import the rice, import gar, import anything. But this clothing, let us be self-sufficient in our clothing industry. Can you imagine the number of people you would need? The button industry, the zip industry, the, 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 my God. So we cannot, at this point, still be crying about that we are unemployed. We can't. You have the raw materials, you have the technology and you have the bodies. Not saying we can do it all, but my God, let us start. Start with clothing. Plant the cotton, mail them into whatever fabric we want and start stitching. And you will be shocked about how, with how many people the clothing industry alone will mop out of the system. It will mop so many people out of the system if you're not careful. Bankers will be standing at Legon paying for people's school fees on the basis that when you finish school, you're coming to the bank. 
That's how that's how much it will. The industries will go to Legon and say, listen, I will pay for your school fees and I'll bond you for 10 years. Because people will just be moving into this industry, ready market. So I'm saying that we know what to do, but we're not going to do it. So you, the youth, should come together, read wide, research wide, and find how it is you rescue yourself. Because I've given you a speech from 1925. We are in the year 2024. Get yourselves together. And see how it is you form little corporations and help yourself. But if you say, oh, no, unemployment, if it's a graduate, unemployment, so if you know you have a tertiary degree, then you have been, I believe you, you have been able to, been thought to learn how to learn. Get yourself together, groups of 10, groups of 20. Think of something. Think of something. Delivery packaging something and start helping yourself because as for the government sector i think we have employed like two and a half times over out of benevolence think of something and help yourselves otherwise you'll be there until the next statistics comes out folks zero three zero two two one six five four one Zero three zero two two one six five four one. had this conviction that free education was just to win votes. Simple. Reason being, a free compulsory universal basic education, FQ, is what the is what the goal is then where from the thought of free SHS. Was it not to get votes of newly 10, 18 year old citizens? No wonder we are drifting from what education really sets to impact in us. Our priorities are just lost as a nation. Basic education is what the attention should be, what the attention should have been on Montessori, kindergarten, JSS, and primary. Delali David. And hello, who's talking to me? Hello, Nana. This is Kobna from the United States. Kobna, let me hear you. Um, Nana, mm-hmm. you, the last couple of your your comments, mm-hmm. you made a very gloomy. You, you painted a very gloomy picture that young people of ten, twelve should go and find to to, to come put their resources together 10, and find 12, something to do. 10, but not 10, nobody 10, is going to help them. Not ten, twelve, tertiary. And that is true. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very true, Nana. Mm-hmm. And that is a very gloomy and that's a very sad situation. Mm-hmm. That when you go to other jurisdictions, let's say the United States, they have something called the Farm Bill, right? Mm-hmm. The Farm Bill is a direct government policy 
It's a direct government policy that helps people to create jobs in the farming industry, uh, the agro-processing industry. They get soft, soft grants and all that to build their businesses. But in Ghana, the public sector and the civil sector are lazy. They only think about themselves. But the politicians are lazy. The politicians are selfish. Nana, are you there? I'm here. Go to go go to go to go to the budget and see how much money, for how much money Oforiata budgeted for the Jubilee House. Look at how much money Oforiata gave to the Jubilee House. Nana, mm-hmm. are we what are we prioritizing right now, Nana? Hello, that money could have gone to those 10, 10 young people, uh, people, a group of 10, 12, to start something as grants. But rather, we want to make the, the, the Jubilee House, the occupants, look, look luxurious, look comfortable. Where in other countries like South Korea, I just Googled, South Korea has a population of 50 million, 50 million people. Mm-hmm. And yet, they are able to feed the young people because they know that education is very important. And we, we are about 30 million. We are not able to feed young people to gain employment. Let me make my last point, Nana, before I leave. Sure. Nana, are you there? I'm here. In other countries like the United States, they have something like the workforce. Where young people go there to be trained how to, like I said, all those soft skills, right? They put them in in, in, in industries to learn and then they get employed. Improvement started it. Why 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 didn't subsequent government government do it? All they do is they promise they promise their supporters positions in the police in 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 in, 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 in let me leave it here. I get you, I share your passion. I share your passion. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello Nana and Sakwao. Yes sir. My name is Saint OJ. Saint Oje, let me hear you. Nana, I, I also want to start from the last part because that's the part I really like. Mm-hmm. As I was listening to you, the question I was asking myself is, who is Nana talking for? <laughs> <laughs> Nana is talking for who? <laughs> See, Nana, if we, are, if, if we are very careful about what we see in this country, I'm telling you, should you stop crying for the youth? Nana, can you can, have you observed how many pubs are coming up every day? Yeah. Who do you find at the pubs? Hmm. The same people we are crying for, huh? The same people you are crying for. They have resorted to fraud and all that. And when they get the money, they want to go and spend it on shisha and alcohol. And the ladies are also making themselves the very reason for them to be at the pub. So who are you crying for? Hmm. Nana, I have, I am a teacher. As I speak to you, I am in my bold car trying to make an additional income for myself. I work in an international school. I am paid well. But I won't get close and go home and lazy about. So I'm using my car to do other things. I was asking somebody that I have another car, can I give it to you? He told me that as for, for him as a graduate, he can't do taxi business. I said, well, you are doing Uber. I said, it is still taxi. Both. It is still taxi. I'm a graduate. I can't do that. I said, okay. I'm very sorry. <laughs> so, Nana, I think we should just leave them. Because me, I, I even had a problem with the first assertion you made that it's because of our population. 
Isn't England the same size as Ghana? England yeah. is just a little bigger than Ghana. See, it's not. It's not the population. No, it's not the population. It's the speed of growth. Yes. Yeah. The England sp- is hitting seventy million. Yes, but they, they but England has uh, the same new birth as Ghana. So the thirty million we are producing the same babies as seventy million, and and they, and they have a bigger economy, so they can they can absorb those seven hundred thousand babies. I, I think they, we are even slightly above England. So if you so look at that, yeah, the, uh, now the point the point I'm making is that even if we are twelve million, mm-hmm. and the attitude is the same, the poverty will be the same. If we change our attitude, the population may not really matter. It will be just like England, where they have the same land size and their population is bigger. And because the economy is good, you don't really feel it. Even me today, if I get the opportunity tomorrow, I will go and join the 70 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, no, 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 now, let me clarify this thing. I'm not talking that 30 million, you're dozen. 30 million, you're dozen. But it is the speed with which we grow every year. We are putting in about 800,000 new babies every year. And all these babies need to be fed and, you know, just say they, they, are, they are cost. And that's what I'm talking That's why the schools in South, uh, South, South Korea is only doing 300,000, 350. South Korea, they're only doing about 300,000 to 350,000 new babies a year. So we are doing like twice or two times and a bit more of South Korea. So that's that's what I'm talking about. The speed with which we are growing and not the absolute number. Hello, who's talking to me? Good evening, Nana. I hope you're doing well. Ajiman Joseph. Yes, Nana. Oh, good to hear from you. Let me hear you. <laughs> and I, um, I can see how passionate you are on our educational sector, the curriculum and the courses that they do hmm. and the impact on us after they graduate. Hmm. I think the second time you are hitting on this and it's very important and I don't talk about the clothing and the shoes we are wearing that we need to produce for ourselves. Let's talk about the hot to eat first. Mm. Because we have vast land in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. When you go to Adana, acres of land are there that we can plant rice to feed ourselves. No. I mean, if the, those are the Western world are choosing some curriculum, because of the backbone of the economy. We are also copying them wrongly because Ghana here, the backbone in Ghana here is agriculture. So when you graduate and you mark on agriculture to plan to feed ourselves, what is wrong with it? It's a pity. Now, if you choose a course like uh, HR, in a company, how many HR do we find in one company? So in the end, you see out of them graduated but they won't find a job to do. The few ones who will choose a nice home, they are not able to take care of them and they will run into the Western world. So what are we doing? And as you are talking about the number of babies we are producing, what is their future? Nana, that's the biggest question you need to ask. And God bless you for coming out with such a topic. God bless you too, my brother. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello, Nana. I greet you, sir. I greet you back, David. Uh, Derek, Derek, let me hear from you. Nana, the issue, I think, is very simple. Mm-hmm. Because of the quantum corruption in the system mm-hmm. and the overpopulization of issues, that is what is killing us. 
you'll be surprised. You grow up with a gentleman you know within your community. Suddenly, he becomes a politician, and they start putting up mansions. You see people in the public service. Suddenly, they become rich. So it's like the private sector is not, we are not being innovative. Because if, if, if this area and the corruption is being checked, and it's reduced or made more unattractive, that will compel the, at least on the premium on the streets to at least start doing little, 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 little things. The last time I told you, when, when we were discussing this uh, uh, 24 hours something, it's, it's, it's the troubles of certain countries. You, you can do some media jobs and then you are a happy man. It's not a question of whether you, you, you are in a white-collar business, you are in politics, you are in here or there. It's how you can take care of your home. Now, now I'm struggling, honestly. If I don't tell you, I'm struggling. And sometimes it takes benevolence of others to support me to take care of my kids. But I'm, I've never given up. And if I tell you some sort of things I do, now you'll be surprised. So at least, at least, let's do something about it. These politicians will be coming year in, year out, giving lots of promises. Look at what, what we are in now. It's a total mess. But who, who are we to complain? Thank you very much. This one says, hmm, Nana, it's because the structure of, edu- of our economy has always been to train people to be employed rather than to employ. Entrepreneurship is just absent from our educational curricula. Uh, liberalization of our tertiary educational system has also not helped because we allow the institutions to determine and run profitable or cost recovery programs, mainly in the arts rather than those needed to develop our economy. We also have no system to regulate programs one that one can pursue at any level of education, leaving people to self-choose their programs only to blame government after graduation. Our curricula and programs are also a cake coiled with inadequate industry and slow expansion of the Ghanaian economy to abs- and the slow Ghanaian economy to absorb them, leading to supply of labor exceeding demand. Solution: Let us develop a sustainable national human capital requirement plan to project in advance the various skills required to develop our country and share the responsibility for their production to various institutions. Step up the TVET system to form to form all of the informal sector. Avoid politicization, employment in Ghana, regulate the programs mounted by institutions. Connect training to industry to enable us train ready to be employed labor force. Avoid training Ghanaians for other countries. Dr. Odru Osai. Thank you very much for that contribution. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, Nana, this is Claude from Tema. Let me hear you, brother. Yeah, Nana, the, the, the one who called before me, uh-huh. you know, was talking about land in Adan and maybe young people getting access to land to farm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I missed that. 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 Uh, this one is from my, uh, my uh, engineer, Boachie. 
says Nana, we don't have three or four times the number of school-going children than South Korea. There are twice as many school-going children in Korea as we have in Ghana. In other words, there are about 14 million children in the schools in South Korea, while there are about 7 million in Ghana. And in any case, the population growth is Hello, let me talk. Talk to me. Hello, who's talking? Hello, good evening. Yes, sir. Shem, let me, oh, Charlie, thanks for the nice hospitality. Oh, that's good. That's, that's the same one, Tama House, whenever you visit. Uh, the Tama House, yeah. Uh, Tama House, yeah. Good, good. So, now back to the substantive issue. Yeah. I would always say the message when he said, look, the word impossible by itself suggests that impossible. Mm-hmm. Everything we see around us today was once an impossible. Now, we have given some people the mandate to to govern, to sort of bring rules, a set of rules together for us. For 32 years, we have seen these people play church with us, not do anything about it. So we, did, we cannot just sit and look and say we want to create jobs for ourselves. We must also create that change we need in our politics. And that is putting both NPP and NDC to the curb. They should go to the side. Let us go and look amongst the others and see whether they will come with solutions. One of the last time you had a Ghanaian president talking about Pan-Africanism. When one of the last time you had somebody dealing with a message that resonates with everybody, they must send a message and then now they are, um, how do you call it, the PROs and the top people will now come and douse down the issue and try to explain things to us. Look, the average Ghanaian now is no more the average Ghanaian in 2010 or uh, 2010 or 2005. The average Ghanaian is the average Ghanaian can read. The average Ghanaian social media. They see what some of these people are doing, and they know we have average land. It's an asset. We need to build upon it. Everybody wakes up and thinks about food. We need to follow that hierarchy. But what we what we constantly need is leadership. We just need that direction. Before that direction will come, yes, the youth. Yeah, are forming in consolidations with that. Yeah, forming in groups with that. But still, with wrong direction for these policies, that some of these things need to put through. They will come in and then mess everything up. So we need to change the top. Let us vote up both MPP and NDC. Whoever sits at the top would be better off than we going back to them and to say that and they are better people. Let's not do that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Nana, last week a lady in her early 20s walked into my workplace with two children, both under six. For a second, I thought uh, she came to inquire a nursery vacancy for the kids. But to my surprise, she's soliciting money to start a business. I wasn't amused, so I asked whether there's a father for the kids, and she replied yes. I refused to give a penny. They seem to have the children in the hope that we will pay for their living. Nana in Spinkters Road. Hello, who's talking to me? Hello? Yes, sir, who's talking to me? Nana? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to mention my name. Okay. But then I want to tell you that you live in a very sad country. Mm. Very sad. I, I I started working at industry about um, um, 8th of March of the two years where I am. And I'm telling you, Daniels are being treated as slaves in this country. Look, if our politicians will keep doing what they are doing to us as Daniels, we won't go anywhere. Look, the youth of Ghanaians are willing to work. But they are being offered peanuts for their intelligence. I'm telling you. 
it's that and our politicians must sit up. Where I work now, they are very connected. They are very, very, very connected. And I, I would like to speak to you up there. Where I am is noisy, very noisy. But then, look, we, look, the youth are willing to work. Yes, people have, have their, their observations because some of, some of the youth who earn money through illegal means and spend it lavishly. As the, one of the callers said, they go to the clubs, they earn the money, go to the clubs, and the women are there to help them spend it. But I'm telling you that, look, Ghanaian youth are willing to, let, to work, but the system is not helping them to work. Look, you can have even a PSDO holder where I'm working being paid peanuts. I, I, I hear from the grapevine that the CEO wants employees to be very comfortable, but people, and you'll be surprised that it is Ghanaians who are ensuring that their fellow Ghanaians are not paid what they are worth. And if I tell you the industry, you marvel. You marvel. Let's talk of uh, Baker will take your number. This is Nana. I remember vividly the opinion you shared about the population of Nigeria and how you just opposed that to Ghana's population growth. You made it clear that we are growing reality, that, that, that we are a growing reality of what is currently happening in Nigeria. It's true. Sadly, our leaders aren't seeing this as a problem. Population growth can't be separated from the unemployment crisis we are being faced with. And uh, I think it's... Oh, the David Delali. David Delali, you sent that. David Delali. Stephen Agler, I see you there. Thanks for joining the show. Well, today I didn't want to bore you with statistics. Yeah, can't start now. Fourteen percent, three million in way You, I didn't bore you with statistics. So I thought, why don't we just discuss the reasons why we just don't want to do what we have to do? Development of every nation must be directly linked to how many people you expect in the population every year. You cannot make any projections, plans, budgets without knowing how many people you're making it for and how rapidly they will come in for it. of you in the arts industry come together yeah it's uh, going all alone no it doesn't work come together 10 of 12 of you come together you finish school some of your mates are not working come together 
consumer delivery company. Maybe you just deliver only medical products. That's all you deliver, just medical products. Come together and just, you know, find some carpenters and tell the carpenters, look, you have the ability to, you know, do the TikTok thing and whatever it is, so you do it. The people will come to you, you get the artisans in, go and make sure the place is tiled, the place is carpented, take your 10% now, Nantiko. Something, yeah, baby, do something. <laughs> Dance, jig, sing, blow a trumpet, do something. Offices are full. They are so close to the person's father, they just take the person. 